Welcome back, everybody, to the CNC Replay. I'm Noelle. And I'm Corey. Noelle is drunk. Just kidding. She's not drunk. <laughs> no, I'm near falling asleep. It's 10.30 almost here. And I, this is, Corey is a night owl. I'm a morning person. It just it often does not work for us <laughs> in the fact that he works until 9.30 every night and then has to eat and poop, apparently. Um, you can't tell the people that. No, too late. You share it with me so they're going to know. Fine. Whatever. That's fine. And I realize that I'm, for any of the people that hear the feedback from my microphone unwinding, I realized that I wasn't comfy. Uh, so, so you get to hear that. But okay. now we're good, and there shouldn't be any noise unless my battery dies, and then I have to go charge it. Yeah. But I'm downstairs. So if you hear snoring in the later minutes of this, it's because I've keeled over. Um, yes. <laughs> no, she's not keeled over. And she won't because she's going to be involved because we're going to blow through whatever we're going to blow through, what we're going to talk about. Because there's actually quite a bit for us to talk about, or at least more for us to talk about than last week. We were pretty short last week. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, we're going we're gonna to give you all the Detroit sports content that your pretty little heart desires. Thumbs up, baby. Um, mm -hmm. Starting with... The Detroit Tigers, as we always do, as we always start with, because we are in season, the only team that's in season in Detroit, um, and they were playing like they were not in season for the majority of this season. Um, how do I want to, because it's like, we've shown signs of life. Uh -huh. the, there, there's the bottom line right there. I think people were not beginning to get antsy, but we're just like ready to abandon ship with that four game set against the athletics because the athletics were trying to lose. They literally traded away everybody. Like anybody that you can name off of their roster from last year is not on their roster right now with the exception of a few guys that were suspended or were just like no names that no one even knew about in the first place. Um, but the Tigers got carved up, frankly, by the athletics in that series, that was pretty sad. And I don't want to talk about that because like, that's the worst of everything else. Um, you did see some players continue to get out of their slumps. Candelario being. He's kind of there. Kind of there. He's he like, bit... he's like in the, on the sidewalk of the front lawn of where he used to be. Does that make sense? Yes. He, like, he he's should... not in the house. He's not where he should be, but he's, yes. like, waving through the window. <laughs> yes. Or, wait, yes, waving into the window. Yes. I get... That is a perfect analogy. Well Thank done. Thank you. Well done. Maybe this your... is... Maybe my brain just opens up creatively after 1030. It probably does. I don't know. I think everybody's brain does. I don't... Um, I don't know. I feel like I just evolve into nonsense and slurring my words. Whoa. Maybe she is drunk. <laughs> I'm very much sober. Yeah, that's what they all say. Um, so that athletic series was pretty not great, I would say. Um, however, that got to that you could kind of sense it was reaching a boiling point with everybody on the roster. Um, ultimately, with AJ Hinch's press conference on Thursday before the Orioles series, um, and was like, Wasn't that press conference like a minute and a half long. Yeah, he was pissed. 
which yeah. is like good. And I'm glad that he had some sort of fire because like we were all kind of waiting for that to happen. Um, and it didn't. So there, we got to the point and I was looking at like chat rooms, uh, tiger subreddit, whatever. It was like, they were pointing the finger at everybody. Anybody who is anybody besides Chris Fetter, and we're not going to talk about him because we talk about him all the time, but anybody who is everybody had the finger pointed directly at them. Gregory Soto, AJ Hinch can't light a fire under, under the team. So he's not fit to manage. Um, the offense is terrible. Everything is terrible. All this stuff. And, I, I mean, I agree. This team should not be where they're at right now. Mm-hmm. They, and especially when you have, at the very least, the one of the best bullpens in the league. I still think they're number one. And you were, like, 10 games under 500 while having the best bullpen. Because this bullpen will regress. Guys like yeah. Will Vest will not not give up runs it seems guys like or we already saw uh drew hutchinson he was designated for assignment he's no longer with the team anymore jared foley okay he's not gonna be freaking uh wade davis from the 2018 <laughs> royals or the 2016 royals that's just not gonna happen so the this this the strength of this team the first 20 games is going to falter and i think you're drawing comparisons from last year the starting pitching staff was very good at the beginning of the year last year, and then it fell off. But the the offense picked up, so like it's 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 frustrating because you you've seen, especially over the past few seasons, you've seen parts of the Tigers team be really brilliant in a certain area, but never all together. Mm-hmm. And maybe that was the problem with the Red Wings a little bit. Um, but usually, usually the pieces are working, but it's just not consistently for the tigers. I think it's just like something is working, but it's just not working with everything else. So it's a different, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a, it's a bit different. Um, but the point of the season for the red wings that were just like, they're not playing competitive and fun hockey. We were in that point for the tigers. It was like, you'd watch the first inning, they'd give up a run or two. And it's like, this game's over already. Like, Right. Knowing in the first inning of a baseball game that the game is over, that's demoralizing. That's hard. Very hard. Because then you just got to sit there for three hours and go, I knew this was coming from pitch four. Yes. 100%. Um, yeah. But then the weekend came. Uh, and uh, the ballpark was surprisingly full for as bad as the Tigers were. Mm-hmm. And they swept the Orioles. The Orioles are not a good baseball team. Let's get this out of the window first. They're not. They're not. At all. But, but, the Tigers we do like wins. <laughs> yes. We like wins, and we like win streaks, and the Tigers had both over that weekend, and they swept the Orioles out of Comerica Park. And I would argue in somewhat convincing fashion. I mean, the first game, not, the first game was a little dicey at the end, um, and everybody was starting to think, like, oh, here we go again, sort of a thing. Um, but, uh, Will Vest shut the door. Sure even at, I'm pretty sure even after we stopped recording, you were like, we're going to lose. We're going to lose yeah. this game. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, or no, we didn't record. We were just, I think we were just talking about something. Oh, okay. Um, or, or, or we were in our, we were in the group chat, I think. Something happened. Something I don't happened. Know. We, we were, were in conversation. Yes. Um, 
but just were like, they're going to lose this game, and then they win. Will Vest shuts the door, the bullpen, the strength of the team was the reason that you won that game. The bull mm-hmm. or the offense did just enough and the bullpen shut the door. Um, so that's great. The next day, there was really no what, I think they won 6 to 0, right? Oh gosh, yeah. That sounds right. So they won pretty convincingly the next day. I think they had the lead the entire game and then I believe on Sunday they won convincingly as well and they gave up a they gave up a run in the ninth inning. Uh, um, first game was four two. Second was three zero. Yep. Sunday was five one. Yes. So, um, that's good. Uh, Scope yes. kind of came out and was start. He's starting to hit the ball really hard as well. He's still batting. I think either just under two hundred or at two hundred. So we're going to need him to pick it up a little bit. But he's also been pretty good defensively. But for that's what it's just worth. how everybody is. That's everybody's bat. That's just how everybody is. But, uh. Yeah, good stuff. And then they carry that over into their first game against Tampa Bay um, with the most unlikely home run hitter, Harold Castro, who <laughs> hits a tank in at Tropicana Field. And, and the Tigers win a close game against a very good team in the American League on the road. So that's the expectation of this team. Mm-hmm. You need to beat the bad teams uh-huh. and you need to be competitive against the good teams. That's I know at the beginning of the year opening day, we're like, this team's going to compete for a playoff spot. Mm-hmm. We, I have I've, moved far past that. <laughs> we've obviously moved far past that. Um, you have to beat the Orioles. You have, in a four-game series, you have to split against the Athletics. In a series on the road against one of the better teams, if if not one of like the best teams in the American League in the past three seasons, you, you have to be competitive, and they won the first game. They lost the second, and then they have an opportunity to win a road series against a very good team. That's good. That's progress. That is what will keep fans interested in in this team. And honestly, that's the thing I guess that will have Al Avila keep his job. However we feel about that in the long run. However we feel about that. And then reinforcements are coming. Meadows is dealing with some weird vertigo thing that's going on through an ear infection. Um, Interesting. it seems like every starting pitcher is hurt on the Tigers, except for I was going to say, they keep dropping like flies. Yes, Pineda's got a broken hand. Mize, is, Mize got kind of pushed back. Manning is going to come back pretty soon here. He's had two rehab starts that look pretty promising. Personally, here's my opinion. I think Mize should just get Tommy John. I think we're all expecting it. He has an elbow strain. Mm. And his his motion, kind of, he kind of whips the ball anyway. And I remember... I distinctly remember sitting down at my parents' house. I don't know what I was doing, whether it was COVID or not. Pedro Martinez, great Boston pitcher, um, was talking about Casey Mize, and he's talking about his his throwing motion. And he was saying, this kid is going to have a lot of issues in the future because he's putting so much stress on his elbow based on how he throws the ball. Fast forward to now, this is exactly what's happening. Hmm. Just fix, fix the elbow, 
rehab, I guess, or may, get another opinion. And if you need Tommy Johnson, you'll miss this season, but then you could probably come back and pitch uh, beginning of spring training. Maybe. I don't know. And How long does never, Tommy John recovery usually take? It's a long time. I was going to say, it's a while. Sometimes pit- Torkelson's been, or, yeah, Torkelson's been out forever, it feels like. Because he just got, didn't he? Yeah, Spencer Torkelson. This is what happens when I'm tired. Spencer Turnbull. Yes. <laughs> Turnbull has been out forever because he had yeah. Tommy Johns in the middle of, middle of last season, April yeah. of last season. When was that? Yeah, it was it was the middle. It was after he threw his no, and I forgot about him. They have him too. Holy yeah, smokes! Yeah, I mean, like he's Tigers have a plethora of arms that are like in the system. Yeah, but... just not active because they're all either hurt or broken in some way. Yes. Um. So like, if if the full rotation was actually, if every arm in the Tigers like system was actually healthy, I, you might have a pretty nasty pitching staff. Mm-hmm. Um, but what did I say at the beginning of the year as well? You needed to sign another starter because now four <laughs> of them have been literally four starters are on the, are on the mm-hmm. injury list. And do you remember, just, do you remember how many starters we had at the beginning of the year? Oh gosh. I don't even know. I mean, you, I kn- you said we had five and a half. Yes. Maybe. <laughs> but here's the cool thing. Uh, Bo Brisky has been pretty good. Yes. He got yes, roughed he up tonight. Uh, and he's 0-3, but his, his ERA was good. Um, and he just looked like he knew what he was doing. He looked like he did. He wasn't overwhelmed by the moment. Alex Fiedo, this is now his third start in a row where he's gone five plus innings and he's given up two runs or less. What more do you want from the kid? And he's There's not, not really, much more you can ask from him, really. Right, and he's not really a kid. He's he's kind of, I mean, he's an older, quote unquote, rookie. I think he's like twenty six or something like that. So that's older. But yeah. in his first three starts, Bravo, he's earned himself another rotate. He's he was the winning, or I don't think he was the winning pitcher, but he put the Tigers in position to win against Tampa, uh, on uh, or on Monday, and Tarek Skubal. Oh my word! He has been awesome. Like that's just <laughs> eleven strikeouts and like I think five and two thirds. That's crazy. It was against the Orioles. I get it, but the Orioles have some pretty. I mean, Cedric Mullins was an All Star last year. Trey Mancini is a is a very good hitter. Anthony Sta- uh, Santander isn't bad. Um, impressive from him, it, and it's amazing what a little bit of command can do for him as well. Um, Cause he's always had electric stuff um, and to have a solid arm. What always talking about to have a lethal arm on the left side is great. That's what, that's why I was so high on Gregory Soto because he's a dude who's throwing 101 miles an hour from the left side. You just don't, that's not that common. Spencer or, or, uh, Tarek Skubal doesn't necessarily throw as hard as as hard as Soto, obviously. Um, but having elite left-handed pitching uh, is rare, mm-hmm. and he's the best pitcher on the staff right now. And it's it's not close. And that makes me a little bit worried about Mize being the number one overall pick. 
um, mm-hmm. and Scooble being like a 29th round selection. But I guess if you can get ace stuff out of one of those guys, who cares? Um, but also, I am concerned a little bit with, with Casey. Um, and he needs I think to get we're right. at a, I think we're at a point where that's warranted. He's had opportunity to prove himself, and he's either always hurt or not doing what he was promised to be doing. He doesn't get a lot of swings and misses. Yeah. And that's that's kind of a problem. Yes, it is. I mean, you can you can be a successful pitcher like a Kyle Hendricks. Okay, Kyle Hendricks has lived off of soft contact, and he doesn't. He he throws like a ninety mile per hour fastball. That's bad, and he plays in Wrigley Field. <laughs> so that's <laughs> the, the ball just flies out. He's having a tough year this year, but for a long time, maybe not a long time, but for a good like five years, he was able to do very well mm-hmm. with that. As a right-handed pitcher, and Casey Mize, he he throws at least mid nineties. He can get up there, um, but if he's not getting swings and misses, that's that's an issue. Um, but I promised you I was gonna I was gonna say something because in honor of the offense picking up, I would I would I want to read you some stats. Here. Oh, jeez. Okay. Yep. Um, Corey's gonna have me do thinking, and I don't know if my brain's alive it's, enough. For it's that. not even that much thinking, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna. I was looking you. at the stats because I was just I, – I, I just wanted to know where the offense is sure. uh, with this. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read off the top this – is, this is average, but I'm going to – it's going to be triple slash. So triple slash, average, on-base, slugging. Okay? Okay. So uh, fifth, number five for the Tigers, triple slash line of 203. 255 and 336. So this is our fifth best hitter right now. Oh gosh, okay. So 203 average, 255 uh-huh. on base percentage, so getting on base less than a third of the time or less than yeah. not a third, less than 30% of the time and a slugging of 336. Uh And that's just like total bases. Okay, yeah, no, I, I know. Okay. Um just one guess. Uh, who is not? <laughs> I was about to ask who's not been doing great, and I could put any of our names in there. Yeah. Um, Candelario. You are correct. The, and oh, wow. and that and that's kind of crazy because he's had a very good like last like I guess not very good, but he's had a pretty good like last like, week. I was gonna say like last four games at least. Yes, but that is shocking. That his on base percentage is two fifty five and his slugging yeah, is three thirty six. Okay, uh, number four, two eleven, mm-hmm. two fifty two, three twenty one. I I don't know. Don't overthink. Uh, just, just give just, me a player. I, Cabrera. No, that is Javier okay. Baez, our our oh, no. saving grace <laughs> shortstop. And I I'm I'm gonna repeat this again. He's been fantastic defensively he has the worst approach at the plate out of anybody mm-hmm. i i kid you not how many times i've seen him swing at a slider that just is tailing he can't help himself something's got to change there and i don't know what but i i think this is fairly common i guess i understand whatever but that is a slash line that will not survive here yeah that's rough 
That's okay. not good. So okay. number three, okay. 214 average, 338 okay. on base percentage, All right. 250 slugging. Golly, Ugh. that's terrible. I don't even want to... I don't... Um... Torkelson's not been doing great. Is that that's your guess? My... Yeah, that's my guess. Robbie Grossman. Okay, yeah, I, I guess that makes sense. Good on base percentage, which is what we would expect, but uh-huh. 250 slugging. Oh my gosh, that might be the worst Yikes. on the team. I think it might Yikes. be. Okay, uh, 267, 362, uh-huh. 347. 347. Who, who haven't I said yet? Well, I guess Torkelson's still on the table, but I. Is that. Oh, Meadows. I haven't said Meadows yet. That is Austin Meadows. Okay. That, that is Austin Meadows. Uh, and that's with him not being healthy. So you'd ex- you're expect more. And he only has 14 strikeouts on the year. So he's hmm. he's at least putting the ball in play. All right, last uh-huh. one. 286, uh-huh. 331, okay. 403. Is that Miggy? That is Miguel Cabrera. Oh, my word. That is... Miguel Cabrera is the Tigers best hitter. And if you now if you problem. If you were listening if you were listening to this podcast in in 2012, you'd be like, oh no duh. Like yeah of course he is. (laughs) Yeah. This is 2022 from that. And Miguel Cabrera is a shell of himself. Now it's it that is it's a good thing and a bad thing. Good thing Miguel Cabrera is being productive again. Nobody is going to see this and be like, oh, I am upset that Miguel Cabrera is hitting 288 and have, and have a 4-0 whatever slugging and have him hit. He's hit, he's hit four home runs in the past, like, not four. That's an exaggeration. But he's hit three home runs the past, like, week. I know. Good for him. So, cool. He's getting more production. We love to see that. The bad thing is, he is the only player that is producing at that level. <laughs> oh, oh no. So if if a shell of Miguel Cabrera is your best hitter after a rebuild, you have done something drastically wrong. Yes. There needs to be a hard evaluation of everything offensively. A hundred percent. Thankfully, it seems like Riley Green is somewhere close to coming back, and when he's back, he'll be on the major league roster. So that's yeah. cool. We like that. But we're going to rely on a rookie bat? We already did that with Torkelson, and Torkelson wasn't even in the top five. Mm-hmm. He was, he was He's seventh. He's batting 158 with a 280 on base percentage. I I think he needs to, personally, I think he needs to be sent down. He needs the Badu treatment, but that's a different Mm -hmm. discussion for a different time. So they're having some success. The bats are heating up for as quote unquote good as Candelario has been. He's still, his, his, his triple slash is bad. Yes. Scope for as hard as he's been hitting the ball. And he had a big home run yesterday. He's, He's not even in the top eight here. Or no, he's he's number six. He's batting 164 with a 206 on base <laughs> percentage. 
Oh no. And literally, ha- literally, if these guys were just, if each and every single one of those guys was was at the Mendoza line of two hundred batting average, they were getting on base closer to thirty percent of the time. Can you imagine where this team would be? Much better. They'd be much better. We might even be in the middle of the division. And the crazy thing is, you win four games. The Tigers are eight games back of first place right now. That's wild. That's a wild thing to say, considering what we've watched. Right. And I'm I'm not going to... Oh, we're going to make a... It's simple. You're this far into the season. You're... Third or forty something games in, win games, things will happen. Mm-hmm. Because you won four straight, and you put yourself in a single digit game back situation. Win games. Hit some balls. <laughs> Hit some ball. It's like oh, it's so you know, much easier said than done. Yes, it is much easier said than done. I I get that. But I, I'm not asking you to be elite hitters. I'm just asking you to be major league level hitters <laughs> yeah. because your, <laughs> your top six right now are barely major league level hitters. Be major league players and odds are you'll win some games. So my frustration is a little bit less because there's been some six, there's been some things to cheer for. Seen some bright spots with the rotation. Seen some Fiedo finally getting his chance and and succeeding. Another late, late draft pick guy, Bo Brisky, who should have never been on a major league. He's seeing some success. Uh, Scooball finally becoming the player that we thought he was going to be as he shot up the prospect rankings. Um, there are things to cheer about, but you don't cheer about those things if your team and your product is hot garbage and they were hot garbage <laughs> for, for the first half or the for the first quarter of the year. Yeah. How did they play tonight? I didn't get to watch. Uh, they got no. beat pretty bad. Um, but I mean, you win tomorrow, that game doesn't really matter. Right. Fr- frankly, you win the series. So, and I don't know who they have going tomorrow. Um, but, uh, let me see. I'm gonna I'm gonna double check because it's gonna drive me crazy. Um, <laughs> they have Eduardo Rodriguez, and he's been better. He's been pitching at a better uh, level. Uh, and the Rays have some guy named Rasmussen. I don't even know who the mm-hmm. heck that is. Um, Any relation? No, it can't be. That would be. You don't know that. I think it's spelled different. Rasmussen is also a pretty popular name. Not a pretty popular name, but it is a popular name. Yeah. So Tigers are most likely going to be nine games back after tonight, um, I think. But still, that's single digit. Yeah. Um, or, yeah. And the Twins are playing the Athletics, so they'll probably gain a lot of ground. Um, win games. Be Major League hitters. <laughs> <laughs> that's simple it's so simple like we're not we're we're not even asking you to be good we're just asking <laughs> like, like 
that's the, the... <laughs> our bar is so low. It, it's so low. This We're is how. Even... <laughs> but it's been this. Our bar has been so low for so long, <laughs> and it hasn't even been. Our bar has been so low for so long, and they still can't reach the bar. Like, what? Oh, my god! Somehow they pushed it further away from them. Right. And, like, being... And that's the thing. Your pitching staff has been so good that you don't even need to be good at the plate. You just need to be respectable. (laughs) I, I... how how do you think the pitchers on that on that team feel? Oh my gosh, I don't know. That was one of the things I was listening to. Um, so one of the writers from the Athletic and his buddy who have a podcast, um, and they were talking about how they there doesn't seem to be a leader presence in that room. For the somebody, Tigers? yeah, somebody who's the guy that'll get up in your face and act like the quote-unquote captain of the team and be like, yo, get your ish together. That could be and fair. That honestly might be part of this problem because and and they were mentioning like Javi Baez is probably the only person with the personality and the clout to be able to do that and he doesn't because of who he is. Well, I think Cabrera used to be that guy, but that's different because that team was competing for World Series championships. Mm-hmm. This team isn't going to compete for a World Series championship, let alone a divisional championship this year. Um, so, I, I mean, it, I get it, and I think I do believe that because I, I, any, especially at Cabrera's stage in his career, like he's kind of already got one foot out the door. He's just trying to have fun, you know, get his yeah. milestones. And obviously, I think he wants to win. I mean, you heard all the stuff about him leading up to the milestones. Like, he he doesn't want to be on a losing team. Yeah. But there's also not a whole lot that he can do. There, You can't get traded because of your contract. They're not going to cut you. Like, mm-hmm. You have one year here. Yeah. Or the rest of the season or whatever. Uh, like, I think he's got next year as well. Yeah, next year? Yeah. Anyways, which is which is which is fine because he's hitting 286. Right, and, he's doing the best so far. Might right. as well keep him. So, um, and I, I think just with the stage of that team, like, like, can you imagine a guy being and like it's so it's it's tricky because like it's competitiveness, it's all this stuff, but like, I'm not gonna get in your face when we're eight and 102. You know, like we no, stink. I, okay, you're right. Not getting like in your face, but just like I don't know, somebody to light a fire. I don't know that that's AJ Hinch's and job th- all the time. It could be though. I think it should be a little bit. I, I'm not I mean, saying it's... isn't ever. I'm just saying at some point, I think the players need to take a responsibility for it. Yeah, and I don't know how you do that because like if it's like you show like you show those stats and be like, hey. You're getting on base less than twenty percent of the time. You're horrible. Like, <laughs> like what? What's that going to do for like a grown man, like professional? Like he's like, oh yeah, I'm really trying to get out and not be productive whatsoever. Yeah. Like I, I don't. I guess I don't know how to, what to do. Or 
it's it's really tough. Like, do you do I'm not fundamentals? It's not. I'm just saying there's got to be some sort of a locker. I'm assuming that locker rooms don't change that much from yeah. stage to stage. I'm sure that they do. Obviously, you grow, you mature, you become a, a fully functioning human, hopefully, when you're in a professional league. But in terms of, like, dynamic and how that place works, I imagine it's very similar to when you're in high school. Yep. Like, there's got to be a, a presence in the room somebody who's gonna sit everybody down and be like look this is where we're at and this is where we need to be and i'm gonna need everybody to get it together <laughs> just have one of those conversations sure i think i yeah i i you guess know? i agree with you um because you've been i'm sure you've been on the, i've been on the receiving end of that you've probably yeah. been on the receiving end of that like yeah. we, we were we grew up on sporting t sports teams that's just how it works and it's... i've been on some pretty bad teams Yep, same. <laughs> and it's like, I don't want to suck, and I'm yeah. trying not to suck, but also, like, it, it would mean a lot someone just taking charge, and I don't know who who that would be. I would, And again, I, would, I think that was their point, is, like, who is that? Yeah. Is there somebody on this team? Is uh, that maybe, part of the problem? Maybe, they didn't come to an answer, but that was their question. Maybe Robbie Grossman. I don't know. He just, he seems like a gamer. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's just because he kind of looks like a crotchety guy. Say it. I was going to say, just say what you're thinking because we're all thinking it. I would love for Baez to be that guy because I think it's, I mean, like, World Series champion, gold glove, MVP candidate, like, like still kind of that player. It's just, but I don't think he has a whole lot of discipline at the plate. So, like, is 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 that going to translate? Um, right. I don't know. That's I, I'm gonna have to think about that more I'm gonna, for next recording. You sprung that on me. That's isn't it fun when somebody yeah. springs random nonsense on you and you don't have time to think about it. Well, it's not nonsense. It's like a, it's a legitimate. I know. It wasn't I know that's not what I my point was. No, I know. I know. <sighs> but no, okay. they're playing better. They're not playing like absolute poop. Um. And just moral of the story: be better. <laughs> just win. Just not, just, not just, win. just be be major league play. Just, like, like act guess, like you've been in the major leagues for longer than a month. Yeah, just be like you go to Taco Bell. Like you're not expect <laughs> you're not expecting the greatest burrito you ever had. You're just expecting. The burrito with cheese that you've had 10,000 times before. Just, just, if you could do the equivalent of, of that, but for a, a major league baseball play, just do that, please. Be the equivalent of a burrito supreme from Taco Bell. Yeah, for real. We honestly. believe it. You don't even have to be a crunch wrap. Just the burrito supreme. And Lord knows we're not asking you to be a cheesy gordita crunch with the nacho shell. No, that's yeah. too That's too that's many. That's too advanced. That's, that's too way many. too many steps. Do you, do you know they brought back the Mexican pizza? Yes, I do. I'm going to have one this weekend. I'm so pumped. <laughs> I hope it brings back all the memories that you're hoping it does. I love, I effing love the Mexican pizza. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's so good. Oh my goodness. All well, right. Now that we've had our Taco Bell tirade. Yes. We have to we have to uh move on to other teams. So um 
Who do you want to talk? Which off-season team would you like to talk about first? Uh, do the Red Wings so you can lead into it, and I can mute myself so I can find my charger. <laughs> oh, good. Cool. I'll do that. Um, so not much to update with the Red Wings, really. Um, we haven't heard back on the Calder Cup yet. Um, I actually don't know when that's supposed to be announced. So, uh, still waiting on that. Mo is obviously still top three. One thing that did happen was that the Red Wings signed Pontus Andreasen, uh, to a one-year contract. He is a right winger out of, uh, Frölunda in the Swedish Hockey League. No. Uh, no, it's not for Linda. Anyways, he is out of the Swedish Hockey League. Um, you know, I, he's just, I think he's another, like, take a swing guy. Um, like we've taken out of the Swedish leagues before. 18 goals, 20 assists, 38 points total. Um, you know, a lot of power play minutes. A lot of penalty minutes. So, we'll see what that, what that brings. I don't. I honestly don't know what our right wing depth looks like other than the guys that we already have on the team. So we'll see how he kind of stacks in there um, and how he fits in. Do you have any comments on Andreasen? Um, I was looking at it and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool that they just did a random like uh, pickup pick in – the middle of the off season or the middle mm-hmm. of the Stanley cup playoffs. Um, and then I was looking into it and I'm like, okay, uh, second in rookie of the year in the SHL, um, which is great. Uh, and I think he was behind, uh, Edvinson, right. As for rookie of the year there. Was he, I completely spaced out. What was your question? He was, <laughs> I think he finished second in rookie of the year to Edvinson for the SHL. Yes. Or maybe I've misread that someplace. I'm not really sure. Um, mm, that I don't know. This little article from the Red Wings isn't telling me. Sure. Uh, it's, they, that's you usually know, how it goes. They're always super helpful. Right. Um, I, these signings are so hard because it seems like every team every year does, like, they sign some random dude from uh, some overseas league and hopes that they hit big. Uh, a lot of people were comparing him to Brome um, from mm-hmm. the COVID year, uh, mm-hmm. which Brome was so fast, but could, could not score. He couldn't finish to save his life. He, he could, he couldn't, he, he was like Darren Helm, but much, much worse. Um, and bigger. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was like Athena see you without the hands. If you like Smash Athanasiu and Helm together, that's what you got. But not as talented. But not as talented. And <laughs> take away like 50% of the talent. Yes. Um, so, at the very least, try it out. See how it goes. Another forward to throw in the mix. Because, I mean, I've learned pretty quick. You can't just like have like 12 forwards. You need to have those. You need to have basically a full extra line because dudes are going to get hurt, and then you need yes. to have guys in the press box and all of that stuff. Um, yep. So that's cool. Um, maybe they hit a flash in the pan. Uh, I trust the overseas scouts, and honestly, it's a one-year deal, so he plays. 
he does he, well, we sign him again. If we he sign him again, he goes away. Or even better, if you if he doesn't play well out of the gate, he's your healthy scratch guy in the press box. <laughs> so there you go. Boom. Um, so not much to think about there. Um, uh, the Red Wings, I think. I guess we didn't even talk about the draft lottery, but uh, they are picking eighth, um, which. We did talk about that. We did talk about eighth last week. Oh, we did? We just didn't go much into it. Okay. Because we all were just like, yeah, this is par for course. We knew this was coming. We should never get our hopes up for anything ever. So we'll wait on that, see who they pick. And honestly, I I, I don't even think we can do the, uh, like, who, who's the Red Wings going to take like we can do with the Lions because – just like anything and everything that Steve Eisenman does, nobody knows. So Nope. Locked vault. Locked vault. So I don't, I don't even want to speculate with that because it's going to be wrong. And I've already been wrong <laughs> a thousand times on this podcast. Um, so cool, mm-hmm. I suppose. Um, and we will let the trade rumors fly for this offseason season. Um, the free agent rumors fly for this offseason. Will Bertuzzi mm-hmm. get traded? Where is he going to get traded to? Which, again, I'm still in the boat. Why would you trade the guy? He's a very I productive piece. And with all of the vaccine stuff, like that's just that's going to hurt. It's it's going to hurt his value. And it is. And I don't necessarily think it was such like a locker room like distraction. And even mm-hmm. if it was, it, that's going to hurt his value even more because it's going to be a locker room distraction wherever else he goes. So, I don't know. I don't know what you're going to do. Personally, still, I would love to see a guy like Philip Forsberg here gives you some more higher-end talent for as far as free agency. The free agent preview. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Mark Stahl was on a one-year deal. I think they bring him back again. Um, that would make sense. At although, this point. I, I think his advanced metrics were a little bit worse than the year previous when he got that one-year deal. Um, but no one was as bad. Yeah, I don't as... know that that's going to matter. I think that he, because have you like his Corsi chaos? That man was chaos on ice. Mm-hmm. Everything he did, none of the logical things resulted. Sure. Which I don't know if that's good or bad but it's interesting. Yeah. And we kind of need interesting at this point. Gots to. Gots to have it. <laughs> um, I heard some people talk about the potential of trading Heronic, which I was like, hmm. What would you get for him? I, I don't I don't even... Is the real question. I don't even necessarily know because he's his, his defense is what's been his issue, and that's the problem when you're a defender. Correct. Um, but uh, he, I, I would assume a... I guess a contender who wants another power play um, specialist, that would be where his value would be at. Um, Mm -hmm. But I don't necessarily want to give up on him either because he's still on a relatively quote-unquote cheap deal, I think, for two more years. Or maybe it's just one and then you can offload him at the deadline. I don't really know. I don't think you should trade him in the offseason. I think you should revisit it at the trade deadline wherever this team is at. Um, and then just for some fun stuff, perhaps a little bit of <laughs> sprinkle some fun in there. Um, 
A couple a free agents. A couple free agents. Number one, the Red Wings need a goalie. Who when Grice is gone, we need somebody. Well, no, he's gone this year. No, I know. That's what... Now oh. that he's gone. Okay. Now that he is gone, we need we need a person. Who is the person that you would love to see in a winged wheel? I don't know. Mark Andre Fleury sure oh, would sell he's some still jerseys. There. Okay, yes. you're right. Yeah, he is. He is. And he wants to play. He does. I don't know why he would play here, but that's a kind of a fun thought. It is. I don't. What What were his stats this year? I feel like he fell off a little bit. I mean, a little bit, but still, he was. But we're not looking for people that are falling off. But is Nedeljkovic the starter? I don't know. I think he's the starter. I don't know that I love that. Or you do a... You, or what you tried to do with... Gre- Answer this question. Would okay. a 1A, 1B tandem be better with Nedeljkovic, Grice, mm-hmm. or Nedeljkovic, Flurry? Ned and Flurry. I, I, I see what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. And I'm not saying that I wouldn't like flurry here i mean the the man is amazing just as a person and then also legendary goalie hall of fame goalie like he's awesome i just don't know if that's the direction that steve is moving and i don't know like what what kind of contract would flurry want in terms of length because we know that steve is not generous with that it would it well no this is what i'm thinking too this is this is how it it could work do exactly what he did this year so he signed or he was traded to the blackhawks i think he had to approve that somehow that yeah. he was going to play so at least that was in the deal um mm-hmm. he he comes here wherever the red wings are at the deadline I think Minnesota gave up a second-round pick for him. That That sounds about right. right. That feels right. So he signs here. He plays. You see if you can make the playoffs, make a playoff push with him. If you can't, get a second-round pick for him. Yeah. Yeah. And just do this whole – and trade him to a contender and do this whole process over again. Or – at the very least, you know, and it, this has happened, I think, a couple times in his career, and this is a lot of speculation. We're going, we're going. I guess we're going to go over um, a little bit, but um, there's been times where it's like this guy's career is dead, and then he just flips a switch. I mean, mm-hmm. that cup run with uh, Vegas, it was like he's the a freak of nature, sort of yep. a thing. Um, who, who's to say he can't do that? He he didn't. He wasn't that impressive this year with the Wild, um, but. He's done it twice when his career looked dead. Right. <laughs> What's who's to say? Who's to say? Who who's who's to who's to say? Who's to say? Who's to say? Who's to say? Um, so that's that's where the thought process, and I think that could be believable because you do need another goalie, and then that I think that would ultimately push Ndalkovich even harder. Be like, hey, we're bringing in the Wiley, we're fair. bringing in the Wiley veteran, um, who could take your minutes if you don't. You don't figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's more likely to happen than the second option because 
I think the consensus is that the second guy is a bad player. I kind of want Subban. <laughs> I kind of want PK Subban. Bury him. Why? Bury him Why? as the bot. Bury him as your bottom pairing defender for the for the personality for for yeah, I guess. for I the locker room presence for uh, I, I I I that would just be fun. That would be fun. That's not a smart hockey move. It's only no, smart if not you at can, all. it's only smart if you can get him for like that around million dollar clip, which I don't think you can get him for. Um but if you did, take a stab at him. Put him on the mm-hmm. power play. He's got to be at least where and you can have two non-defensive defensemen <laughs> on the power play. Yeah, uh, that's what we need. Or you run of. Or you just completely run. So Heronix, they, the Red Wings do like the four forwards, one defenseman. You could do mm-hmm. that for two lines. You could have Heronix on top, Subban on power play two, or however it works. So that's where it makes a little bit of sense. But I just think it'd be fun. See, see a electric. Like it's a Javi Baez deal, but with a worse player. I was going to say, not with the upside. Yeah. Um, so... I think it'd be kind of fun. I would I would rock a 76 Subban jersey in a winged wheel. That'd be kind would. of cool. Um, I know you would. And this is all speculation. I think uh, maybe next week I'm going to look at the – or maybe when the playoffs are done, which, by the way, playoffs have been great. Playoffs have been insane. Playoffs have Before been Before we great. move on to playoffs, just uh, Barry Trotz is slated to interview with the Jets this week. He's just as an get, FYI to everybody. So don't get your hopes up too high. <laughs> he's gonna get. He's gonna get that job. Yeah. Playoffs. 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 Uh, those have been great. Battle for Alberta in a playoff is a go. Is a go. That's sweet. The battle for Florida is a go. Hit a dud of a night tonight because I hate the Lightning, and I really <laughs> hope they don't make it back to the Cup final again because I'll just be. It'll just be unbearable. That's a stupid team I freaking hate they're, now they're getting production out of like some Nick Paul I've never even heard of him he scored two goals in that game against Toronto in a game seven the only goal scorer for the Tampa Bay Lightning was Nick Paul actually I don't even think that's right let me look at that I don't think that's right either but also why are you so angry at this when you know who built this team uh, I mean, I guess that's the saving grace. I don't think grace. that there should be any fear, like, true fury in this. If I anything, guess, it should be slightly encouraging. I guess that's the saving grace. Who cares? Nick Paul scored both goals for Tampa Bay Lightning. <laughs> I was right. Uh, Kucherov, point, Stamkos. Nope, Nick Paul. Some <laughs> goon f- bottom six forward. Yep, two goals. <laughs> he sounds like an extra from uh, Friends. I, I don't even care. I'm just sick of that team. I'm going to get mad. I'm, I'm going to get Why? mad about a team that isn't in Detroit sport. Well, because we haven't reaped the benefits of that. At least the Lightning at least made it to a cup final in Eisenman's tenure before he left. How long was he there? Um... Many years. I don't think so. Steve Eisman was with the team in 2006. Or no, he was still playing in 2006. What what am I even saying? Yeah, what are you saying? Uh, Let's go to Wikipedia. Uh, It's a great, great idea. 
Oh, no. September. I would write again. 25th, Eisman was named vice president and alternate governor of the Red Wings, uh, winning a fourth Stanley Cup championship in 2007-2008. In May of 2010, he left the Red Wings organization to become the general manager of the Tampa Bay Lightning. So from 2010 to 2019, so for nine years, he's with the Lightning. He's been with us for three. Yes. And the Lightning only won those two cups in the 17-18-18-19 series. So what are you complaining about? <laughs> I just... I. I just wanted a little. I'm not complaining because I'm I'm very thankful that Steve Eisenman is here. Okay, so 2010 was his first year. Okay, they were 46 and 25 off the gate, so they were kind of already okay. Yep. Okay. And, and they, were, they were not. Are we are not already okay? Right. Um. Then the year after that, they were 38 and 36. Okay. And they got really bad. They were 18 and 26. Oy. Uh And that was a shortened year. So that was the, that was the uh, strike or lockout, whatever it was. 2013-2014, mm-hmm. uh, was that? Who? Was that the Penguins year? When did they make it to the cup final? I don't know. But... Yeah, I guess it was an immediate success. All right, fine. You win. You were right. <laughs> Yay, I win something. You were right. Um, I feel like I never win these arguments. Yeah, fine, whatever. But I'm just... I'm just... You're, you're just so disenfranchised. I want what they... I want what they have. You know the meme of the, of the televangelist? Father, I see what these other people have, and I want that. Yes. You know that one? Yes, yeah, I that's, do. That's, that's what I feel when I look at Tampa Bay. Which is fair. They're doing pretty well. Yeah, and it's annoying. I hate it when teams are good. That aren't it's mine. not your team. That's not my team. And that's happened a lot. Okay, no. we definitely need to move on. Fans. Holy smokes. Because actual things have been happening with the Pistons. So Yes, real things have happened with the Pistons. Go the for dr- it. The draft lottery was tonight, and... Lo and behold, what do you expect? We can't have more than one nice thing every so often. So, nope. yes, we got the number one pick last year. We got Cade Cunningham last year. He's going to be a superstar. We're all in that. But we wanted another. We we did. We did want another. We mm-hmm. Or we at least wanted to be in the top three. And we didn't get that. <laughs> we got we had the fourth nope. best odds, and we fell. <laughs> we fell to fifth. So... <laughs> Back to back to the luck that the the Red Wings usually have. Um, so the Red Wings or no, the Pistons will be picking fifth, um, but that's okay because the top ten for uh, the NBA draft this year is is loaded. It, it there's there's no other way to to look at this. So. We're not going to get Paulo. We're not going to get Chet. We're not going to get Jabari. We're not going to get Jaden Ivey. So these are some fellers that we could potentially get. Shaden Sharp, freshman from Kentucky, six foot six, two hundred pounds. He's a guard, eighteen years old. What's not to love? Played pretty well SEC tournament. Uh, Keegan Murray, forward for Iowa. That dude 
is a walking bucket. <laughs> that man, that man was the Iowa Hawkeyes this year. And, mm. and we've already have, we already have a guy who was the Iowa Hawkeyes in Luca Garza, <laughs> but that's a, they're, they're different not reasons. different reasons. <laughs> the Keegan, Keegan Murray is a baby faced assassin. It's just, <laughs> I, I, was I'm, closer to a mascot than he was. Yeah. A bucket. Yeah. A hundred. Well, at least in the NBA. In, in college, he was a freak. No, I know. I know. Yes. Um, I'm high on Keegan Murray. Okay. Uh, okay. Dyson Daniels, I don't know a whole lot about. He's from the G League thing. And, like, he's not, he didn't go to college, but he got paid in the G League. So, but he's eligible to work. 6'6", Jaylen... 170 pounds. I'm sorry. I, we just have to talk about that for a second. He's a twig. Yeah, he's, well, he's also a child. He's 19. So that, I... that still i know he has no weight on him i know okay anyways continue you want you want to talk about a man look at the next guy jalen duran center for uh memphis 250 18 years old 6 11 250 pounds that man he's not even a boy that is a man first and foremost (laughs) number one that he his wing his wingspan is seven. Oh five. my gosh! Watching him play at I watched I watched a few games because that, it was in that period of time where I was like freaking out if Michigan was going to make the tournament or not. So I was watching yes. all these bubble games. Yeah, Memphis against SMU. Uh, in the it was like the All American Conference like semifinals. Holy smokes! This he was. He was jumping out of the gym. He was he was playing a different sport than <laughs> SMU. I, th- this guy is just strong. His shoulder. I. He's a physical specimen. I would take him just for I. I would take this man, not knowing if he knew how to play basketball or not. That's how physically impressive he is. Mm, just like straight athlete. Just straight athlete. Okay, so I'm high on him. Okay. That bo- that boy, that that guy. Holy smokes, he is he is a freak of nature, and then this might be a little bit of a stretch. I'm not I'm not going to go any further than him. But Benedict uh, Mantharin from Arizona, um, he he got that dog in him. Uh, it was the semifinal game against TCU. He took over. Like he was like, mm. they're like, hey, we need you to put this ball in the hoop, and he did. <laughs> he, mm. he, uh, and he he was just making some obscene shots, putting the team on his back, taking over uh, the game, which is what you need in the NBA. Um, although I guess you could get a little bit scared because Pistons have taken a guard from Arizona before, Stanley Johnson, and he he did he he flopped. Um, but I think this, he's a little bit different because he was, he took over in games. He did, he did the Cade Cunningham thing where he was, he, he commanded the ball and he was the best player on the court mm-hmm. when he was there. Um, so of the, of the fellers that could be available for us, I don't know. I, to be completely honest, I don't know a whole lot about, uh, Shaden Sharp. I guess maybe I'll do more research for next week and give you the in-depth analysis. That's what I'm going to do next week. 
I'm going to give you the in-depth analysis of these of these guys, like we did with the Lions draft, like the Perfect. like the hypothetical question of which would yeah. you rather have. Um, yeah. uh, but I'm telling you, uh, as far as needs, uh, I mean, I know you have beef stew. Everybody loves beef stew, um, but beef stew is not six eleven. Two hundred fifty. Yeah, I mean, we have Bagley now, but we do have Bagley, um, and he's he's like a forward center hybrid. Um, yeah. which is also what Kelly Olenek is. And, uh, and I think he signed for another year. Um, and then beef stew is a center. It's just, that's just how it's going to go. And then we also have a, we also have a plethora of forwards as well. Um, cause, uh, what, uh, Saban Lee is, uh, or maybe he's not a forward. No, he is. I, I, I remember looking at this and I was like, there's not Saban Lee. What am I even talking about right now? It is late. Sadiq Bey mm-hmm. is a forward. I think. Yes. Yes. I, I'm very I'm very bad with basketball positions because I guess like, I feel like they're a little bit more fluid. Yes, because it's like uh, your wing forwards, and then you have your your point guard, your shooting guard, blah blah blah, and their placement, and then you have you know your five down low. So it's either numbers or. They have Bay as a forward. Yeah. Okay. So Sadiq Bay is a forward. Sadiq Bay is a forward. That's why. And I they have Bagley as a forward on the roster. <laughs> right, but Bagley can play center. Correct. And then what do they have? Kelly Olynyk. They have him as um, center forward. Center forward. Yep. Do they have? What do they have as uh, Isaiah Stewart? Center forward. Okay. I I wouldn't put I wouldn't put Stewart at forward. At all. Um, no, I, me neither. But that's what he is labeled as. And then. Cade's Cade's a guard. Um, mm-hmm. uh, who's your second Diallo's guard? guard? Yeah, Diallo's uh, a guard. Frank Jackson's Hayes a guard. Hayes is a guard. Frank Jackson's a guard. I Fort forgot Joseph's about guard. Killian Hayes. Holy smokes! But Killian Hayes is a facilitator, so he would, yeah. I'd be, I'd be comfortable with him coming off the bench, like as like your sixth man. Mm-hmm. That's good, um, but still, uh, I love Murray. He's a little bit older. 21 year old sophomore. Um, I would love Jalen Duran solely because he's an athletic specimen and Benedict Manthron got that dog in him. So those are my three guys that I would want. Um, if we can't get, or if we don't draft a shade and sharp. Um, so it's just amazing to me. All these guys in the top 10, Freshman, 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 sophomore, freshman, sophomore, 19-year-old, not even in college. Freshman, sophomore, sophomore. There is not a – the first junior in the top 25 is EJ Liddell out of Ohio State. Hey. So – Wow. Holy smokes. Just – wow. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Um, so, but a lot to choose from, a lot to scout and research. Um, but off the bat, we have a good pick there. We're gonna have one of these guys, and I yeah. think they're gonna make. I think they're gonna make a big difference. So that's cool. But more research. Sounds good. More research this week. I'm very excited. Um, last but not least, and. We're almost done, Noel. You can go to bed soon. Um, 
not much to talk about for the Lions, I guess necessarily. Um, rookies are signing their, you know, their deals. I think the Hutchinson deal is official now. Um, I thought it was official last week. It was, was like it, it was it like the terms were official, but the deal wasn't actually signed. Okay. Um, at the very least, exciting times because NFL media are are drinking the Honolulu Blue Kool Aid. They are. It's Mina, very fun to watch. Mina Kimes, who's I don't want to say she's uh, controversial because she's not, but like people are like some people are like, oh, she's an idiot because she's a woman, but like that's that's dumb and lame. So please stop. I I actually really like her. I think she's she's uh, she knows what she's talking about, and she's worked very hard to get to the the credibility that she has. Uh, but she is all in on the Lions. <laughs> Yeah, um, we, there was a video uh, of her just talking about, like, her drinking the Kool-Aid, and she was, like, so emphatic. I was like, yeah, I'm drinking it too, man. Like, yeah. let's go. <laughs> and I think the words that she used is, like, the, Detroit is becoming a place where disgruntled veterans and young players want to play. Um, yes. And usually that's a pretty good combination because disgruntled veterans mean they have something to prove, mm-hmm. and rookies mean that it's a place where – uh, you can thrive, learn, and just play. Mm-hmm. You know, some areas like I would assume uh, the Patriots have a no nonsense type of system. So yeah. a rookie who has some growing pains doesn't necessarily. This is why Mac Jones was such a perfect quarterback pick for them because he was polished. He played mm-hmm. in Alabama. He didn't make mistakes and instantly clicked. No brainer. Patriots mm-hmm. got their guy. Um, but someone else with maybe a little bit more personality and that personality that shows in their play, Patriots yeah. aren't a good fit for them. But in Detroit, we can take rough edges. We can take Detroit some rough can, edges. Detroit can take rough edges. And I hope you like kneecaps because that's on the menu. <laughs> but I hope that follows him forever. I do too. But exciting that. I guess like there at the very least, and we talk about it all the time. It's something has to be proven to fans that this is different. There is some excitement building with this team. And it's not just like the lions fans drinking the Kool-Aid, like media people. Like there's always like a few, like, like, Football outcasts are like, oh, I'm high on the lines. Nate Burleson was a guy. Oh, I'm I'm high on the lines. There's a guy on Good Morning Football that's like, oh, dude, the Lions are going to take a step forward. <laughs> Not usually the ESPN people, right? Right. They're 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 more like, come on. And at and at the very least, regardless if they prove us anything or not. The excitement is beginning to creep into the national media. And which is funny because the Lions are the only team this year to not have a primetime game. Literally, the only, the Jets have one. Yeah. And people always ask us, Ooh, Detroit versus everybody. It's true. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. Now, we hurt ourselves in that regard because we start our seasons 9 and 23 or 0 and 10. We put this on ourselves. But then when we show some promise and excitement, they're like, nah. <laughs> they just dip out real fast. Yeah. 
But we are playing on Thanksgiving again, right? Of course. Okay. That is a nationally televised game, but it's not it prime is, time. But it's not prime time. Yeah. It's just, I hope people aren't going to suffer like they did last year. Yes. Watching that. I hope that we have progressed enough to make that an entertaining game for everybody. Because, yikes. I can't do another one of those. Mm-mm. They're playing the Bills, so that's that might be a bad oh. matchup. <laughs> But no. Hey. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We'll be fine. Don't think about that yet. I gotta wait for hard knocks, and you then do. just kind of see how that's gonna be, and then, and then we'll go into the season. I agree. Anything else for the Lions? Anything else for the good of the order? No. All right. Nope. Folks, I'm gonna go to sleep. Thank you all for listening. You're going to get this tomorrow afternoon-ish, so you're going to be probably awake still um, and listening to my delirium. Uh, thank you for listening. Please give us a, a follow and a like on any social media platform, uh, any streaming platform that you listen to. We really appreciate it. Share with a friend, and we will see you next week. Detroit versus everybody. Bye. Hey everybody, this is Noelle. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the CNC Replay. Please subscribe and rate us five stars as it really helps us out. And give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at CNC Sports Pod. We'll see you next week.